This is Conversations with Corliss, the podcast that features real and inspiring people who are leading their lives with purpose, passion, and confidence. Through their stories, advice, and expertise, you will be empowered with tools and insights to become the leader you are meant to be. Your host, Corliss, is a Dare to Lead trained, certified success principles coach, best-selling author, and inspirational speaker. As an entrepreneur for more than two decades, she has coached, trained, and mentored thousands to tap into their personal power and realize their potential. Through her company, Corliss Co., she will help you dream again and break through what holds you back from leading the life you want to have. Connect with her today at corliss.ca. Hi, everyone. This is Conversations with Corliss, a real leadership podcast. Here, we will talk about all the things it takes to bravely lead the life you deserve. Welcome to the conversation. You may have guessed it. My name is Corliss, and I created this podcast simply because I want to help people and make a bigger impact. You see, one day I woke up in my 40s and realized time stands still for no one. With my kids more independent and my career not as fulfilling as it once was, I found myself wondering if this was it and what was next for me. I went looking for answers to recreate my life, and I found them in having meaningful conversations with inspiring people. That's what we'll do here for you. Whatever you're looking for, I'm glad you're here. Aging has given me the invaluable insight that we should make every moment count. It's time to take charge of your life, to rise up and be all you can be. This podcast is meant to help you do that. So let's get started. This is episode 056, Love Yourself Where You're At with Toddy Sylvester Dallow. If you're looking to feel better, become re-energized, or make a positive shift in your life, you are in the right place. Within this episode, you will learn how to love your life and yourself right where you're at. Today's guest shares her personal story, offering truly invaluable wisdom that is also practical enough for you to apply it to your own life. Settle in. You might even want to get a pen and paper or plan to listen to this episode more than once. There are incredible teachings within this recording that will help you lead your best life. I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome to the show, Toddy. I'm so thrilled that you're here. I love your energy. Of course, we go way, way back because, of course, we're related. So I'm super thrilled to share you with my audience today. Thanks for for being here. Oh, my gosh. Corliss, my cousin, I'm so grateful and thankful to be here. I, I've watched your journey, and I just love the woman you've become and the people you're inspiring along the way. You're just a really incredible lady, and I'm so thankful that you asked me to be here and share my journey with your friends. Oh, super awesome. Thank you for that. That actually means a lot to me. So we're talking about self-love and loving yourself where you're at exactly in this moment. And usually when a guest comes on, it's because it's something that they have a personal connection to, the reason that they want to share about this particular topic. So why don't we start with why, you know, what's your story and why is this so important to you and why do you want to share this? Okay, well, cousin, uh, I do believe that, you know, our struggles in our life, um, you know, are our biggest successes. But when we're going through the goo, we don't understand that. Growing up in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, where I was a very high level competitive swimmer and I used to swim four hours a day. 
I um, never had to worry about weight. I, you know, I could eat a lot of food because I was always burning it off. And when I went to university and then, um, you know, started going into my early 20s and my adult life, um, food became a problem for me. I started to eat my feelings, eat my emotions because I had never had a weight problem before. And, you know, after the swimming, I was used to eating a lot of food and the weight started compiling on. And, um, Growing up with uh, a mother that had a, a terrible disease, multiple sclerosis, she was very mindful of the food choices she was putting in her body. I became a food addict and an overeater and always felt so much guilt around that. And uh, I'm just so grateful that finally in my 50s, I have found a way to release that. And here I am going to be 56 in a few weeks, Cousin Corliss, and I feel like I'm 26 and I have released 126 pounds. And in my 50s, I've kept it off over uh, three years and it has become my passion to help serve and help others through some difficult times as well. Oh, how amazing. What an amazing story. So is the connection to self-love, you know, what, what made you, I guess lose the weight, shed the weight, make a new decision? Like, like where did that, let's go back to the foundation of why you were using food to feel better. Okay. That's a great question. I just was using food as I find a lot of people. I'm not just going to say women, because I'm sure there's men out there that emotionally eat their feelings. And what I mean by that, we all have things at different times in our life um, that can affect us. And if we choose to allow those things to affect us, I chose food as my addiction. I chose food as my comfort. I didn't really know it when I was closet eating my emotions, um, but I was using it as a crutch to not have to deal with maybe things inside of me that I needed to deal with that could make me become the better person that I needed to be. I was hiding behind the food. Hmm. So how did you kind of learn to fall in love with yourself to, to release that and to not do that destructive pattern? Because it sounds like it was a destructive pattern and you interrupted it. So was it going back to like, what do I love about me? Why am I doing this? What, what was it? You know, I actually, Corliss, it's interesting. As one of the things Corliss was, I remember my son was about 15 or 16 years old. He's now 24. So I'm going back to about eight years before my journey even began to lose the weight. And I would always say to my son, oh, son, do I look good in this outfit or whatever? Or do I look fat in this outfit? And I was always listening to positive motivational tapes or CDs or whatever in my vehicle. I was always trying to become the best version of myself. I never gave up on myself. In, in the darkest moments, I almost, always knew God would look after me and God would, had a bigger plan for me to help others and serve others. And so Kyle's like, mom, you know, you listen to all these positive things and you tell all these things to po other people. You're so positive and uplifting to other people, he says, but you're going to be stuck where you're at. When you're telling me, oh, do I look fat in this outfit? You're obviously believing it. You're listening to all these tapes that are trying to change you because you want your subconscious to believe it. But mom, your subconscious is only going to ever believe that you're supposed to be stuck there fat because that's what you're telling yourself. And mom, you're so beautiful. I just want you to be healthy. So honestly, Corliss, I think that was the pivotal moment. because I thought, 
what am I teaching my son? He's listening to these positive development audio tapes in the vehicles. I'm driving to pick him up from hockey or school or whatever. But yet I wasn't practicing it. I was still doing negative self-talk to myself. Wow. Okay. We all have these moments of change. And this is where we're like, you know, this, sometimes they seem like small moments, but when we look back, it's like, whoa, that was huge. And this sounds like one of those moments for you because you really had to change the conversation that you were having in your mind. And it didn't matter how much you were feeding that mind and feeding your body with food and feeding your mind with positivity until you actually decided to like fully embrace it and role model it, right? You couldn't change it. 100%. So what did you do after that? So this moment happens. What'd you do after that? So I just started to look at myself naked. I was 300 pounds, cousin. I started to look at myself naked in the mirror um, in the morning. And it it wasn't comfortable, I'll tell you that. But I I always would hear my mama. I could get emotional thinking about it because she was the most incredible lady. As you know, Cordes, you had the pleasure of meeting her on several occasions. Died too young from multiple sclerosis at 61. But she always was looking for health foods. She was always walking before walking with school, probably in the early 70s. And I would always have my mama sitting on my shoulders, my little agent angel from above. And I would just say, you know what? I would hear my mom in the background. She'd say, Toddy, I love you where you're at, but I worry for your health, my girl. I had lots of health issues, cousin. I had diabetes, cholesterol, blood pressure. I was on sleep apnea machine. I had protein in my kidney cordless. I had a fatty liver. I was a walking time bomb. And so it was hard standing in front of the mirror cordless. But I would say, And I'd hear my mom, I'd say, God gave me legs that I can walk with. This is a miracle. The body that God gave me is a miracle. I am so grateful for my body. I am going to try to nourish my body today with good foods. I am going to try today to, you know, get up have patience for myself because I know when I can have patience for myself, Corliss, my self-confidence will start to get better and I will start loving and meeting myself where I'm at. So I, every day when I was out of my comfort zone, looking at myself in the mirror, I would say these things that I have hands I can write with. I have hands that I can get in a vehicle and drive a car with. I'm going to drink water today. I'm going to take the stairs. I'm going to love my body and Everywhere I go, I am going to share that with people. I am going to give love everywhere I go. And even if it was just a smile. And so I just made a choice, even though some days I was dying in a side, side, Corliss, I made the choice that I was going to give love. And that became one of the keys in my life moving forward was to help share that with other people. And maybe it was just with a simple smile. Okay, so first of all, I have to tell you, you choked me up completely, envisioning you in the mirror, talking to yourself and envisioning your mama speaking to you like what incredible words I feel like your mom's here with us today. The other thing is, is for those who are listening, like let's pull back what Toddy just shared here. She started giving herself love and loving herself where she was at. She started to speak to herself differently. She started to, or she made a decision to start to make new choices and to show up differently. 
Those are all incredible things that any single person can do. Toddy, what an incredible share you just gave to us. Thank, thank you, cousin. And, and when you're talking about these pivotal moments, the other one was when I was 51. Um, I ended up going home to our hometown and I ended up going out to our lake that my grandparents have. Your, your dad was the youngest of the family and my grandpa was uh, one of the oldest brothers. And I was so grateful. My parents had a beautiful lake lot outside of our hometown. And honestly, I was so happy. I went home, I was with my sister and her kids and we went skating on the lake and it was such a beautiful day because my grandmother was still alive with us at that time. We had such an incredible day. But at the end of the day, I fell on the ice and I really injured my knee very, very bad, Corliss. And I thought, oh my gosh, here, you know, since I had been working on that journey, I had been able to release about 20 pounds just from making daily choices of showing up, you know, to move up, we got to show up. And then I had this knee injury. I thought, oh my gosh, you know, the things I had incorporated in my life was just simple walking. God gave us legs. That's the best thing we can do for longevity of health and stretching. The two number one things for our, to keep our bodies, you know, growing hum, um, limbo, I guess, till we get older. And here I just injured my knee and I thought, oh my gosh, now I'm not going to be able to walk and do all those things. And, you know, am I going to put this weight on? And then, you know, you have the devil at play. I always say when we have these thoughts, it's that the devil's trying to hold us back. But you know what? That was the number one other pivotal thing that happened to me, Corliss. And uh, I would love to share with your audience, if you wish me to, cousin, of how that knee injury became one of my biggest successes. Definitely. Sure. Share it. So I injured my knee and I'm back home and I had to go in to see my endocrinologist who was my diabetic specialist. And he said, that's it, Toddy. He said, uh, I'm going to have to put you on insulin. He said, your, your sugars are out of control. And I thought, here, I'm going to be sitting on my couch because they said it was going to be about a month cordless before I could get my knee surgery. And I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I don't want to go over the 300 pounds. I had got myself a little bit away from 300 pounds, but sitting there, a girlfriend had been telling me about this health system she had been using cordless and how she was having great success. And she told me about it for two years, but I was I wasn't open. I was on my own journey and I thought I could get this on my own. And then so finally, when this happened, I was almost 51 years old I reached out to her and I said just tell me what to do so I got started on that program with a lot of skepticism but honestly you know I got to eat real food and everything and I, I thought maybe I'm eating too much food um, because I'm sitting on my couch with this knee injury but literally on day five I woke up more happy than I had been in six years because after my hysterectomy, I really struggled with some depression. And my girlfriend said to me, you know, Tati, I just thought you would know with your medical background that 95% of the serotonin, our feel-good hormone, is in the gut health. Corliss, I didn't know that. I had already made a choice. Um, you know, they had said I could lose up to 15 pounds in eight days. Um, but I was eating five times a day. I couldn't figure how that could happen. But I thought, Corliss, even if I woke up on the morning of day nine and I wasn't down any weight, I was going to see this program through that I was doing because I was just feeling happy. Some of the products were really helping me with my emotional eating um, and, and just helping me to make better choices and feel better. And so that blessing of my knee injury was really pivotal because I started to get my health back. 
in a really fast way while I was waiting on the couch for my knee injury. And by the time I had my surgery, I went into that surgery Corliss down 28 pounds in a month and just feeling incredible, annoying that I was going into the surgery, you know, because we all get scared when we have to go into surgery. And I just thought, okay, I'm going into the surgery, a healthy version of me. And so, you know, the outcome of it is hopefully I'll come through it and everything will be good. And here I am today. Whoa. Okay. I I took so much away from that, but like blessing in disguise, you know, sometimes when we have things happen to us, we just think it's the worst thing ever. And it's like, oh, this is terrible. This is terrible. And then we give it so much energy and we wallow in it. And sometimes we make the problem even bigger than it is. And if we flip it around in our own mindset, that perhaps this is a blessing in disguise. Maybe I'm being guided to something better and something different. I know in my coaching programs that comes up over and over and over again. It's just a lot of times, like when you said in the beginning that when we're in the muck, we just can't see it. And it's like, is this ever going to work out? And this is terrible. And this is awful. And it's once we're out of it that we can look back and go, Wow, that was like a blessing in disguise. I love that, that you said there. The other thing that I love that you said, to move up, you have to show up. So you have to show up for yourself, right? To move up. Tell us more about why you feel this is kind of as a mantra. It feels like it's a mantra. It is a little bit of a mantra. And for a lot of the audience you have out there, cousin, I know you have a lot of followers. People love you. They love your heart. And honestly, Corliss, there's a quote, a quote that I always liked, it's from IBM, and I think the founder of IBM was uh, TJ Watson, I think his name was, but I just remember um, that quote as success is on the far side of failure. And to me, this was so true. And I thought if this is true for me, others have to have this known to them that this could possibly be true for them. So I started seeing my 300 pound life as okay, I've got to show up. I've had this blessing. I've got to show up and help other people and help them realize without their failures or maybe a failure upon failure, we may not see our problems in life and we're playing too small. So God bless me that 300 pound life so I could show up and give the vision, cast the vision for other women or men out there even that were having issues in their health. Because as we know, Corliss, I know you've always had a very healthy, fit body and you work on it. But I'm sure, cousin, now that we're entering to our 50s, we always hear women say, as we age, it's harder to lose weight and even harder to keep off because get all these hormonal issues. So I just realized, that I had to put my success into an action. Where did my action come from, cousin? It was my choice. And through those failings, my cousin, Corliss, I have been given a chance to succeed. And in that, you know, in the middle of my difficulty, I realized there was an opportunity to help other women. I had to give them and teach them how they could breathe courage into themselves exhale the fear there's no room for fear if we're going to play large in our life and I had to let them see if we believe the best is yet to come and they let me be their coach and let me help guide them that they were going to be able to have the life that I found for my 300 pound struggle Are you ready to get excited about your life again? If your first thought was yes, you need to know about the 21 day challenge that begins soon. Go to corless.ca to join now. 
When our world closed down and we all found ourselves trying to make our way through the challenge, I designed a 21-day program that focused on helping participants find their way back to themselves. The first seven days were focused on releasing the past, the next seven on being present in the moment, and the last seven on moving towards the future with passion and enthusiasm. Each day for 21 days, you get a short video message delivered to your inbox daily, along with a thought, decision, and action step for the day to focus on. You also get a custom designed printable journal that matches the video lesson. This makes working through the challenge so easy as your reflection is completely guided. And on top of all of that, you get access to an incredible community that is so supportive and engaged. Through their stories and sharing, your experience is taken to a whole new level. Truthfully, the positive impact that these challenges had on those involved surpassed every expectation that I had. It has been nothing short of amazing to watch the quick transformation and breakthroughs of the participants. It's why I have to tell you and everyone else about it so that you can have that too. There are hundreds of five-star reviews where participants said things like, this helped me start my journey towards finding myself again and not your ordinary self-help program. It was refreshing and inspiring. And this challenge allowed me to get grounded again after the craziness of last year. Go check out what others have to say and get registered now at cordless.ca. But for now, before I leave you, I want to share one full review from Michelle. Just an amazing course, Corliss. You've lifted us all to another level, no matter where we were at in our journey coming into this. I love the layout and the progression, so organized and meaningful. Just the perfect scope and sequence. I appreciate you so much. Thanks for these valuable lessons and for pulling together such an inspirational rock star group of women for me to learn from. Now that just warms the heart, doesn't it? Head on over to corliss.ca now to participate. Mm, so good. You know, I think a lot of times when it comes to body image and how we feel about ourselves, I think sometimes, well, I know it's happened actually. It's not, I think, I know it's happened where people can look at me and see, you know, that I'm not a very big person and I'm not. And I can tell you, even in my own personal journey, when you, when your jeans don't fit, when your pants are all too tight at this point in my life, actually my leggings are even getting tight and I'm like, Oh, you can very quickly spiral in your mindset and how you feel about yourself, no matter what size you are. I can honestly attest to that. I really mean it. And if you're someone who hasn't had the 300 pound life, but you're not feeling really good about yourself, take everything that Toddy is saying and apply it to yourself because it applies at every size. Corliss. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for saying that, my cousin. I'm going to tell you why. Because I would look at people like yourself, Corliss, and think, oh, well, maybe she only has five pounds to lose. Oh, how lucky she is. But becoming, you know, I'm being recognized as one of the best coaches in my company. What I have realized is because now I have about another 15 pounds. I would love to shed Corliss. But I realize people say, oh, wasn't you losing all that weight so hard? Well, yeah, sure. It wasn't easy, but sometimes it wasn't that hard. But now I'm seeing women like you, Corliss, that I want to help those women because I know this last 10 to 15 pounds, I would love to get, hot, get off. 
has become the hardest weight to lose. But I read an article, Cordis, and I have to share this with your audience. Valerie Bertinelli, there was an article in People Magazine, Cordis, and it just touched my heart. And in January of 2022, I've had a huge pivotal moment in my journey over the last five years of becoming the healthiest version of me was she said that she was throwing out her scale. She was done. She wasn't focusing on that last 10 pounds anymore. You know, and she had been a spokesperson for Jenny Craig and that for years and years. And then losing, you know, she was divorced from Eddie Van Halen. But then after losing him, you know, because of his addictions, they couldn't, you know, make it through their marriage. But she always loved him. He was still always one of her best friends, even after divorce. When I read that article that she was no longer going to worry about that last 10 pounds and she threw out her scale, I thought, this was the journey that I need to share with more women. Because when I first got into my health journey, Cordis, I got on that darn scale every day. And then as I started to see the weight come off, I thought, you know what, this is silly. I am just going to weigh myself once a week. So then I started weighing once a week. When I read this article in the People magazine, I think it was in January, a couple of weeks ago, I picked it up on the shelf. But I just said, Cordis, to my husband, I said, I think I'm going to throw up my scale. And he looked at me and he says, good for you. He goes, wife, I loved you when you were the one of your heaviest times. I married you when you were in one of your heaviest times. And really, you, you've shed 126 pounds. You've kept it off. And he says, but why are you focused on that last 15 pounds? Love where you're at. Seize your life now make it more amazing. None of us have guarantees, Corliss, that we're even going to, you know, get through this day or have the next day. He said, so stop focusing on that darn scale. Do you know what, Corliss? This is the first time I just got back from Sedona, Arizona yesterday. This is the first time I haven't got back from a trip and weighed myself and I'm not going to. I had said to myself, I won't even get on that darn scale till the end of June. So it's about small steps and, uh, you know, Corliss, that is amazing that I want women to know maybe you don't need to shed that last 10 pounds. Maybe you need to love yourself where you're at. And you know what? If you have a little bit of a muffin top, it's it's kind of, you know, a, a woman thing as we age or whatever. And yes, I've had things to help bless people or whatever. But sometimes I think people get focused on what we don't have instead of what we have and what we've accomplished. So true. It's like sometimes we just become obsessed with it. Whatever the obsession is, whether it's 10 pounds or, you know, the wrinkles on your face or the gray hair, you become obsessed with the things that you aren't. And it would be so much more productive to just embrace who you are, love yourself as you're at, where you're at, and for who you are, every every imperfection that you call an imperfection and just be instead of obsessing about what you aren't. Absolutely. Because you know what? Our bodies are miracles and, you know, life has allowed us to live up to this day. And so we just have to, you know, decide that we're going to just love our body where it's at and, you know, and just be happy for the struggles and start loving, embracing ourselves. Cause I do believe when we can discover the joy within ourselves and discover in the joy journey where we're going and we choose, you know, to get up, 
and we step out and we're just living our best life, that's when all the greatness can happen, happen, right? And one of the things I want to say, cousin, I know you're all about the gratitude. I know you're about the daily blessings and the things we have to be thankful for, you know, and even just being thankful for, you know, we're very lucky that we got to sleep in a wonderful bed last night. There's a lot of people out there that haven't been blessed with a bed. But I was just thinking, because we grew up with a family that was very strong, Polish, Catholic and that. And I remember as a kid, I didn't understand it, but we always would hold hands at the dinner table and say the blessing over our food and things like that. And I didn't understand that. But, you know, now I understand. Bless our food. we got to bless every single thing in our life, because until we start getting to the point in our life that we're going to be so thankful and grateful for whatever we have, um, that's only when our life is going to be blessed for the future, when we're being grateful for what we have right now. And right now we have the bodies we are in. We have to love them and, and just believe when we start to do that, the best will be yet to come. Mm, you just took me back to the dinner table as a child. <laughs> and you're right. A lot of the things that our parents taught us, we didn't even fully embrace or understand. And we can only understand that as we get older. And I think that's the beautiful journey of life, isn't it? 100%. So I have three closing questions, but I want to ask you to share maybe your top three or four things that guide you in your life today. Okay. So kind of like three key things in my life today. Yeah. That kind of guide you. Yeah. Like what are your guiding principles, how you live your life? Well, I live my life full throttle because I think I was on the sideline of much of my life focused on my darn weight. And, um, I live at full throttle now. Like, you know, I'm on what I always say to people on the back nine of my life, whatever days I'm going to be blessed with, I'm living at full throttle. I'm in every picture I can be with, with family and friends. Cause when I look back in pictures, I wasn't in a lot of the pictures. I was the one Corliss taking the pictures of my husband and my son, but I wasn't in them. So one of the things I think I would love to leave with your incredible audience with uh, what you do for the people, cousin, you're so incredible is people. Number one, released past angers. Those past angers I might've had caused me to, you know, gain the weight. So release past anchors. There's no room in our lives as people to hold on to angers. That past doesn't serve us anymore. We are given today. So we have to focus on today. And, you know, today is new beginnings. Um, don't let those punishments that you created for yourself. And a lot of them are punishments we created for ourselves, Corliss. Today is a new beginning. I remember back in my old mindset, I would go, I thought every Monday had to start when I started a diet. And I think a lot of women in your audience or men even possibly always, oh, I'm going to start on Monday. And I think that's kind of what we did so that we could go and just eat whatever we wanted to on the weekend. But I would start my program whatever day on the Monday and then self-sabotage. I don't, do I do it? Sometimes we all do cousin. We can't be perfect all the time, but then I take time to maybe have like a two or three meditation just to breathe the breath in, feel that, uh, you know, cooler air coming into my body, exhaling the warmer air. And, and I don't allow myself to self-sabotage my day anymore. And what I mean by that, there's probably a lot of women in your audience that may 
start on a health journey that they, they want to be a better version of themselves and they get up in the morning and maybe they didn't make the best food choice or whatever. And they're like, Oh, I've already wrecked my day. I've already put that, you know, croissant into my body. Now I feel gross or whatever. And I used to be one of them, Corliss. My rest of my day would be a runaway. I would self-sabotage. I would let the devil play with my subconscious. But now I, I love food. I have a healthy relationship with food. And I'm going to encourage your audience to have a healthy relationship with food. It's so wonderful. God blessed us with fruity and blessed us with so many amazing things. Do I, when I was in Sedona, did I have, you know, some nice pizza and other treats? Of course I did. Do I like a glass of wine? Of course I do. But I don't self-sabotage myself anymore. I enjoy those foods. I savor them but then I move on. The next meal I'm going to have is going to be a healthy choice. No more just because I made, you know, and I don't even want to say a bad choice. You know, I chose to maybe have some foods I really like to enjoy because you can't be good all the time, but then I make better choice. Maybe then next time I'll have a really nice, healthy smoothie with some spinach and things in it and make a better choice. So those are the things release your past angers, no more room for punishing yourself. Get rid of that. Listen to some positive things like my cousin's uh, beautiful podcast she has here. She has incredible guests all the time that can help maybe give your day a new beginning. But just start with um, having the new beginnings every day. Discover your joy within. And just in your own time, in your time, be fearless. Be the queen of your dreams. I feel like uh, I'm all amped up. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so good. And you know, you're so generous with your compliments with me, my big cousin. You have blessed us all so much today. Thank you for all of your inspiration and your energy. And she lives full throttle. And I think that you've inspired the rest of us to do the same. Incredible. Thank you so much for your shares. Now, before I let you go, though, we have to ask you these three closing questions because these are kind of the three off the cuff and they align with the podcast and what we do here. So the first one is, what does leadership mean to you? Leadership to me is a gift. It is about empowering others to be the best they can be, which means um, we have to believe in them. Maybe when they can't see what we're seeing in themselves, what they're seeing themselves. Amazing. Amazing. And a podcast or a book that was like really big for you was maybe, um, maybe it applies to what we spoke about today that was really big in your own journey. Is there one you'd want to recommend? Um, you know what? And it's going to sound kind of funny, Corliss, because the one I really think that, um, or there's a couple, but I think it has nothing to do with my weight loss journey. It was one that was called Make Your Bed. And um, it's uh, from a, it's called Make Your Bed, and it was a, 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 a past Navy SEAL. And when they were in the, the, the army and that, they had to get up, make the bed, and they had to do the tight corner sheets and everything. A friend gave me that book, oh, probably about four years ago. But you know, Corliss, I wasn't making my bed. And that small, that small book, it's an easy read, Make Your Bed. 
it, and just making your bed sets your day up for success. Even if you come walk through the door of your house and you've had a crappy day and you go to your bedroom and you see all these beautiful fluffy pillows and everything on your bed and it's made, you just think, oh my gosh, at least I started my day right, even though some of it might have went sideways. So make your bed. That was a real pivotal book for me, but I have many, but I, yeah, I just, yeah. that false thing is awesome. Love it. There's actually a YouTube video of a Navy SEAL uh, sharing that presentation with a class. I can't remember what it's called. Actually, you know what? I'll find it because it was so powerful. So read the book as um, it's really about creating a healthy habit in your life. And it can, like one small thing can change your life. And we know that. We've already talked about that today. And I'll put that YouTube video um, to that presentation in the show notes as well so that you can check it out. It's just so moving. It's amazing. So final, final question. And Toddy, I do have to tell you, you're truly an inspiration to me. You've always been so kind. You've always had such a big heart. The way you show up for other people, the way you see people, even when they might feel like they're small and insignificant is just truly heartwarming and inspiring. And I want to be more like you when I grow up. So thank you. Oh, my cousin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The final question is this, if you could only leave the world with one piece of advice, so based on all the highs and all the lows and everything that you've been through in your life, what one piece of advice would you want to leave people with? Oh, that's a good one, cousin. I think I would just say to who I'm talking to, to your audience, and I want to speak to them each to their heart individually. Keep being you keep being the beautiful you keep showing up and transforming your life we're all different but we all want to have the best life we can so I think my message would be to each person that ever listens to this podcast whether they're with us today Corliss or not be you you were given special gifts and just keep being the beautiful you and continue to transform into your best healthiest version of you in spiritual mind all those things that we have in our life so beautiful big kisses big hugs love you so much thank you for being here thank you for being you you radiate love you are strength my cousin your power and truth and everybody's so blessed that they get to listen to you and, and hear these podcasts because you truly have changed thousands upon thousands of people's lives. And I feel the same way about you. You inspire me and I love you. And thank you for letting me share some space and time with not only you today, but with the, the large following you have of people that are trying to be better in the world. And we just got to believe that one day at a time, we can change the world together. We can. Thanks again. I love you. I love you too. If you enjoyed this episode and it brought you value, make sure and share it with a friend or screenshot it and post it to your Instagram story or Facebook tagging me at Corliss Co. I know the most precious of all commodities is your time. And I want to thank you all very much for spending this time with me today. Remember, you have the power to lead. Know your worth, embrace your value, see you have purpose and be the leader you are meant to be.